Morning Destiny. How y'all doing this morning? All right, get excited this morning. We're going to go into a corporate prayer this morning, so stand to your feet. And we're going to lift up our hands after coming out of a 21-day fast. Hopefully you're fired up this morning. Let's praise our God, give him all the praise, and glorify his name this morning. Let's go to God in prayer. Father God, we come boldly to your throne this morning, Father. We lift our hands this morning. We thank you. Thank you, Father. You're so great, Father. We worship you this morning. We honor you this morning. We thank you for allowing us to even wake up this morning, Father. We just thank you. You're so precious to us, Jesus. We thank you for your blood. We thank you that you died on that cross for us. And we surrender this morning. We lift our hands. We surrender this morning, Father. We surrender everything that we have this morning, Father. We're going to go all out this morning praising you this morning, God. You're worthy to be praised, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sing praises to him. Praise him. Come on, stand up. Stay your spirit up this morning. Let's worship our God. Worship him this morning. We thank you, Father. We just thank you, Father. You're worthy. Thank you, God. You're so good. Hallelujah. We praise you this morning, Father. Right now, Father, we just give you all the praise for what, we're gonna, what you're going to do through this service today, Father. We just pray that you be with all parts of this service today, Father. Right now, Father, we just ask for your Holy Spirit right now to guide us through today, Father. Have your way, Father, right now in this place, Holy. Have your way, Holy God. You're so holy, Holy God. We just thank you, Lord. We worship you this morning. We thank you, Father, right now, Father. We thank you, Father, what you're going to do through this service right now, Father. You're so good, so good to us, Father. Right now, Father, we arm up this morning, Father. Right now, we put the helmet of salvation on our head, Father, to protect our minds, Father. Right now, we pick up the sword of the Spirit, Father, which is your word, Father. Right now, Lord, Lord, we use your word, Father, against the enemy today, Father. Right now, we pick up the shield of faith, blocking all the fiery dust the enemy is going to send today, Father. Every thought that comes today, Father, we're going to extinguish it with the with the, the, the shield, Father, right now, Father. We buckle the belt of truth around our waist this morning, Father, right now. The truth of your word, Father, your holy, holy word, Father, right now. We just thank you, Father, for the breastplate of righteousness on our chest, Father. We're righteous because of you, Jesus. Only because of you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, we put the shoes of the preparation of the gospel on our feet this morning. to walk it out and talk it out, Father, right now, Lord. We work it out this morning. We just praise you, Father. We are worthy to be praised, Father. And we thank you for this time to come to together as believers, Father. We just pray that you have your way in this service, Father. Have your way through everything, Father. Right now, from the preaching all the way down to the the, the, the to the lines of uh, working out and just doing things behind the scenes, Father. Right now, Father, we just need you in this place, Father. And we thank you. We glorify you this morning. We thank you in Jesus' name. We pray. Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name.
else will do. You're all we want. You're all we want. Nothing else can satisfy. You're all we want. You're all we want. Only you, God. Only you, God. It's all for you, God. We're not here for ourselves, God. We're here for you. You're all we want, God. You are what we need. Come and change our hearts and change our minds and change our lives, God. You're all we want. 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 Be enthroned upon our praises, God. Oh 
that song said to be enthroned upon our praises. He said that he would be enthroned upon your praise. Not just the worship team's praise, your praise. He wants to hear your praise upon his ears. That's the most beautiful thing to him, is to hear your praise upon his ears. We serve a good and a faithful and a loving and a kind Father. He is deserving of the praises of his people. In every circumstance we face, he said he will be with us. He doesn't leave us helpless. So he is deserving of the praise that is due him. And it's your praise he desires. He wants to hear you exalt his name. Your voice is the most beautiful voice to him in this moment. So God, we will not hold back our praise of you. We will not withhold what you are due, God. We will not withhold what is what is good and right for us to do. What you deserve, God. We will not withhold that from you, God, because you don't withhold yourself from us. You are with us in this moment. You are with us every moment. And you are holy, and you are good, and you are faithful. And we exalt your name above every other name. We exalt your name above every other kingdom. We exalt your name above every fear that we have, above every circumstance that would say that you're not good. We exalt your name and your truth above that. Yeah, sing that, Sean.
Your praise, our 
were singing that this morning, I was thinking about how this woman from the Bible named Hannah, I was, th- I was starting to think about her as we were singing and worshiping. I-, I started thinking about how she poured out her soul to the living God in the temple. You know, so much. I mean, she didn't care about what anybody else thought. As a matter of fact, the man of God, Eli, thought she was drunk because she didn't care. She was pouring out her soul to the living God. See, she had a need and her life depended on it. And she said, God, I need you to do this for me. And she was unashamed and she poured out her soul before the living God. And I want to give you one more chance this morning. And I want to sing that again. And I want you to tell God with all of the breath in my lungs, God, I worship you. I want you to pour your soul out before the living God this morning. If not right now, then when? If not right now, if you won't do it right now, then when? Come on, let's worship God. Pour out your soul before him this morning. If you have a need this morning, pour out your soul to him. Say, God, here I come. This is how I come, God. I give you all of me.
worship you this morning, God. We thank you that you've given us this opportunity to come before you and worship the living God. Oh, God, there is no one like you. Oh, you are great and mighty, Father God. Oh, you who saved me from jail and saved me from death, you are the great I am. There is no one like you, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. We worship you this morning. And we declare that you are great in this house, God. You are great, oh God. You are great and worthy to be praised. Oh God, we love you and we thank you this morning. Please receive this worship as a fragrant offering, God. As a fragrant offering. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Come on. Yes. Yes, God. We thank you. We thank you, God. Hey, do me a favor. Turn around. Find someone you don't know. Give them a fist bump, a hug if they want a hug. And tell them welcome home. We love you guys. We'll be right back.
right, good morning. As you guys are getting your seats, I know you love talking to each other. I love that too. I'm glad that we're a family. All right, good morning. I hope everybody's doing good. I want to go ahead and have a few, I have a few announcements for you all this morning, uh, and then we'll jump into some special and exciting stuff. So uh, the first thing is, if you're brand new, if this is your first time here today, uh, please, please, please do us a favor and fill out a connect card. Okay, what this is, it's just a piece of paper. You fill out some of your information. Uh, we're not going to, you know, bug you and send you constant emails. This is just to give you some vital information, some free resources, uh, and just to help you grow. Because here at Destiny Church, we believe that it's more about, you know, it's not just about getting saved, but getting discipled, right? We want to grow in our relationship with the Lord. And we do that uh, with a couple different things, but the, uh, the way we start that is with a connection card, okay? It lets us know you were here. Uh, second thing I want to say this morning is I want to welcome the House of Prayer. If you guys put your hands together for the House of Prayer. <laughs> Amen. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. Uh, we know uh, Pastor Jay couldn't be here today, and but we're excited, too, that he's getting some rest. So thank God for that. We all need, we all need some rest. All right. Uh, also, want to go ahead and welcome the online campus. We love you guys. You guys want to put your hands together one more time for them? We love y'all. Uh, it's just important that we include them. I know it can be tough uh, being at home. Maybe you're on your couch. Maybe you're watching on your phone. Uh, whatever, whatever the reason is, we just want you to know that you are loved and that you are not forgotten, and we're still a family, even if you're from home uh, joining us today. Uh, and also, we've been in our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Okay, it ends today. Come on, y'all. Somebody's like. Uh, so today, we've been, as a body, a corporate body, we've been doing our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, that ends today, and so the way we're going to end that and celebrate that, right, uh, we're going to celebrate with, with a feast, like Pastor DJ likes to call it. Uh, we're, it's really a fellowship, and we'll have hot dogs and burgers uh, after the service. And uh, we're also going to uh, have it in a bag, okay? So that way we understand, you know, there's a real virus going on, and, and all that is real. And so we're taking precautions. And so there will be a bag, okay, that you'll get, and everything will already be individually wrapped. So uh, we're going to be taking care of that that way. Also, uh, we have my, uh, Monday night prayer. That's 6 p.m. on every Monday. Listen, I want to encourage you. Um, I want to encourage you as an associate pastor, because, you know, I forgot to tell you that earlier, so my name's Kevin. I'm the associate pastor. <laughs> uh, but seriously, guys, I want to encourage you to come out on Monday nights, 6 p.m. for prayer. That's raining, you know, sunshine, snowing, whatever. Uh, we will come here, we will be here, we will pray and worship our God. Uh, now, this also does provide uh, anybody, this is for you guys online, it does provide a intimate time to pray. So what I mean by that is normally there's only like 8 to 10 people in this place. Uh, so if you're worried about, you know, the virus or high risk, uh, that would be a great uh, tool to utilize during the week, okay? Monday, there's barely anybody here. It would give you that opportunity to pray and worship in here. Uh, with not a lot of people around. So I just want to give that, uh, put that out there. Uh, we also still have Tuesday at the table. That's at 6 p.m. That's our midweek service, okay? Uh, it's, be, it's been going great with um, Brother Daniel. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. He has a great teaching, uh, and he's been really hitting the foundation, uh, foundational things that we need as Christians, but also he's just an awesome dude that I love and loves Jesus. So I love hearing from him. 
and he's very, very knowledgeable. All right, uh, the next thing I got is we got DSM and Destiny Kids. Thank you. I appreciate that. The kids, you know, yeah. Uh, I always get excited about that. So, uh, but that is Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. So the kids, they'll go to the kids' church, and our teens, uh, 7 through 12, will be in here. And um, parents, you know, if you have kids in that age group, that'd be a good time to have a date. Just saying, all right? I'm just saying uh, we do need to invest, you know, into our marriages. So uh, also we have a young adults group Friday at 6 p.m. So if you're catching on, we have something for everybody during the week, okay? We, seriously, we have something for everybody during the week. So please get plugged in because, as Pastor DJ says, we cannot do life alone, right? God is a God of relationships. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God of relationships, and he wants us to have relationships. So um, please um, just make a note of that if you fall in under any one of those. All right, uh, let's see here. We also moved the baptisms. So if you didn't know, we did move the baptisms. That's going to be on uh, February 7th. Yeah, that's right, February 7th. But please do us a favor, sign up online, okay? Uh, we're not going to know if we have anybody that even wants to be baptized unless you sign up online. It's, it's a big deal, and we would really, really enjoy and love it if you guys could do that for us, okay? The last thing I want to talk about is the EXO conference. Who's excited about the EXO conference? Anybody? Yeah, I am, so I had to do that, you know, okay. Uh, I'm excited. I love it. I love doing EXO every year. It's really fun. If you've never been a part of it, it's really, really fun. It's not like you just get a bunch of boring information and you just sit there like a zombie. It's really not. It's fun. They talk about real life, uh, you know, real life couples that love Jesus dealing with real life stuff because we all go through stuff. And it's all about being real, and I love it. I absolutely love it. It's $60 per couple, and that includes childcare and uh, food. Now, the only thing I'm going to say about this is if you're a couple, I highly encourage you to sign up. There's going to be limited seating, so please sign up. And the second thing I'm going to say is we are quick. Listen to me. We are quick to invest in our 401Ks, quick to invest in our schools, in our, you know, all sorts of stuff. We're investing at work. We'll invest in certain relationships, but we're slow to invest in our marriage. So again, I'm not trying to hammer you, but I am trying to hammer you a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, sign up online. That registration is open. Uh, like I said, that would include food and childcare. Sixty dollars per couple. It's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, the last thing I have for you is. Uh, Oh, actually, I lied. I have one more thing. That's small groups, okay? So if you don't know what small groups is, this is another way that we disciple here at Destiny Church, okay? There's a bunch of different groups from Pastor DJ. He has a, um, like, a guns and gravy. You get to shoot and eat food on a Saturday. I know. I'm excited. To Brother Jim's men group. I know he's going to start that back up. I know you hopefully. There you go. Woo! Yeah. And Miss Karen's food. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, Miss Karen cooks the best. I'm telling you, she's awesome. Um, but anyways, there's just a bunch of different small groups. And so if you, you know, if maybe you're being led to start a small group, um, 
just just let us know. Pray about that because we just believe that God has given all of us different abilities, different gifts, and we can't let that just go to waste. Okay, we gotta we gotta sow that seed. So uh, just start getting ready for that. I think uh, the classes will be starting next month to to actually teach small groups. So uh, get started on that, or let us know. Let one of us know, uh, either me, Pastor DJ, or Jasmine. Uh, let us know if you're wanting to start your own small group. All right, the last thing I have for you, I promise, the last thing I have for you is a special video announcement from Pastor DJ. All right, so love you guys, and I'll be right back. Hey, Destiny, Pastor DJ here. Uh, man, we so miss you guys this morning. Uh, Jules and I, we are uh, following protocol. We were exposed uh, to somebody who, who had coronavirus, so we are uh, following protocol, and uh, we are doing our due diligence, and we will test on Monday to make sure we're negative before we come back into the church. Uh, we just wanted to fill you in on that information and let you know that we have no symptoms. We're doing well. We love you guys, and we miss you guys, but I also wanted to share some really exciting news. I know it's the end of the fast, so thank you all for praying and fasting and seeking God with all of your heart. And I'm excited to tell you right now that we have come to uh, the finishing ends and we're done with our negotiations uh, with Journey Church and we are on contract now to purchase the church. So come on, I'm excited about that. Uh, so excited. God always shows up during the fast and, and he's allowed us to come together and uh, finish our negotiations and uh, for us to be able to own this church, hopefully uh, within 45 days. So with that being said, I do want to mention that that we are going to have to come together as a church, and I'm asking you to pray about this. Um, I want to do a, a heart for the house, and uh, this is so important to help offset the cost of the closing cost because of the price we negotiated, even though it's a little higher than than, than what we offered. Uh, we will need extra funds for closing costs and, and for a down payment. Um, so we're, we're trying to raise probably about $20,000, and what we're going to do is receive an offering uh, a sacrificial offering above and beyond. Look, we're, we're going to go all in this time. We're going to try to raise that $20,000 and we're going to do an offering on February 14th. So on Valentine's Day, there is nothing like giving your heart to your loved one on Valentine's Day, but also the heart to the house. So we're going we're gonna to receive our heart for the house offering on Valentine's Day weekend. It'll be on the 14th. And I just, I, I know God's going to show up in a mighty way. So I thank you for fasting. I thank you for praying. I, I pray God has been doing amazing things in your life through this fast, and I hope you've been getting answers. And right now, I just want you to pray about that. I want you to come together. Um, we're going to come together as a family. We're going to pray about what we should give um, so that we can make sure that we, we can have all the funds we need to go to the closing table and purchase our building. So guys, we love you. We miss you. I'll be praying for a negative test on Monday, and we look forward to seeing you next week. God bless. Amen. Oh, I almost slipped. All right. Imagine oh, that has just been me just going down. All right, but I'm excited. That is so awesome. Uh, Pastor, just getting to hear Pastor DJ say that. Uh, for those of you who are kind of new and probably don't know what's going on, we've been trying to purchase this building. Uh, and so we're just so excited that we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, right? And it's so awesome that it goes with our 21 days prayer and fasting. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. We're going to pray, and then I'm going to talk to you guys about something special uh, this morning. So 
Go ahead and close your eyes. Father God, we thank you so much for this day that you've given us. God, we just love you, and we thank you, God, that you're in the midst of all of this, that you're in control, and that you're going to have your way this morning, Father, that you're going to bless each and every person in this place, God, and that you're going to speak to us, Father God, in a mighty way this morning. Uh, we thank you, God, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. So this morning, if you didn't know, Pastor DJ is calling it Next Gen. That's what he's calling it, Next Gen Sunday morning, okay? And so what that means hey, is... Destiny, Pastor DJ here. Uh, no, Pastor uh, DJ, man, uh, get him out of there. So you, uh, <laughs> you had your uh, turn, DJ. Okay, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. What that means is that we're going to allow one of our young students to preach the word this morning. And so I'm really, yeah, there you go. Yes, I'm excited. Amen. All right, so I'm excited about that. And so as Pastor DJ uh, was telling me, hey, I, this is what I see, you know, this is the vision I have for this Sunday morning, uh, God started to speak to me. And so I just want to share this with you uh, really quick before I introduce him to you, uh, because it has a lot to do with what's going on this morning. All right, so if you want to turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. All right, I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there. And so as Pastor DJ was talking to me and was telling me and over the phone, God just started to show me this story of Samuel. Uh, and so I want to read today, verse 1, starting in verse 1. It says this, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare, and there were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Verse 4, Then the Lord called Samuel, Samuel. So Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. All right, so here's a little boy, Samuel. He's running to Eli. Hey, man, you called me. What's going on? But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and laid down. So verse 6, again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up, went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. <laughs> so this little boy keeps hearing something. He keeps hearing God, but he doesn't know it yet. So he, this young kid is like, what is going on? So he keeps going to Eli. So my son, Eli, said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Verse 7, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. So a third time the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. Let me stop right there and reread that for you. Because see, as Pastor DJ was talking to me, and as Pastor DJ was telling me his vision for this morning, I heard God saying that Pastor DJ was acting and recognizing like Eli was. See, Pastor DJ was starting to understand, hey, wait a minute, I see something in someone, in this young man, and I believe God is speaking to him, and I need to facilitate, facilitate that so that he could release that. And so it says, then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. See, Eli didn't hear it. Eli didn't see it because his eyes were failing him. 
But Eli discerned. He realized, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's something going on here. Verse 9 says, so Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. Verse 10, the Lord came and stood there calling as the other time, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. Uh, the last verse, verse 11 that I'm going to read. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. Mm. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Oh, I love God's word. But as Pastor DJ was talking to me, God was just showing me this illustration. You know, Pastor DJ was able to realize and to discern that, hey, there is something in this young man that God is doing. And I need to help him get that out. I need to put him in the right place. I need to lift him up and allow God to use him. So this morning, if you will stand to your feet and get your hands together and get ready to welcome Isaiah Mayers. Come on. Isaiah Mayers. Um, I'm 14. And uh, a few weeks back, uh, Pastor DJ had asked me, like, if I wanted to do, like, a word, if I wanted to deliver a word for the church. And, you know, I was, like, excited. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So uh, I went home. Uh, I, I asked God what he wanted me to talk about. And the thing that mainly came to my head was a lamb. So uh, we're really going to be talking about um, the light that the lamp produces and what we do with the light. So before we talk about exactly what the light is, I'm going to go ahead and explain the actual lamp. So the first thing about the lamp is the base. If we'll flip to Luke 6:47 through 48. I'll give everyone a second to flip to it. It's Luke 47. 48. Okay, the word says, everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation of the rock. When a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been built well. So the significance about this is... The word is, or the base, is what keeps your house stable. This is what keeps your lamp stable. This is what keeps everything together. Without your foundation, is what I'm going to refer to it as, everything would fall apart. It wouldn't have something to stand on. It wouldn't have something to be supported. So the foundation is something that you go to every time you feel shaky or every time that you feel like something isn't right or something isn't stable. This is the word of God because this is the same thing that you can come back to every single time you feel like something isn't right, something's wrong, something's shaky. So next thing I want to talk about is the lampshade. Now, you 
thing about the lampshade is it's really gentleness. Because with when you have a lamp without a lampshade, the light is harsh. It's blinding. Like, say you were to be out in public somewhere and someone's like, you're just <laughs> KFC, yeah. Uh, if you're standing in line waiting for, you know, your little family bucket at KFC <laughs> and someone runs up to you and runs inside the building and starts screaming at you and is like, you better repent or you're all gonna go to hell and oh, this is terrible. And, you know, you'd be like, whoa, man, you're crazy. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get some chicken. <laughs> so, you know, this... The lampshade, it, it makes things more gentle. It dims the light so that way you can see clearly. If we'll go to or Colossians 3.12, um, let everyone flip to that really quickly. Okay. Colossians 3.12. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. So the main thing I want to talk about with this verse is kindness and, like, things like humility and stuff. Because, like, if you are walking up to someone trying to deliver the word, they're going to be a little bit taken aback if you're too harsh, or they might not listen to you. They might feel like he's coming on too strong or this is crazy. You know, he's yelling about all this stuff I don't even know about. So the lampshade is gentleness. This is what you are going to use to dim your light. A power source, okay, is the next thing I want to talk about. This would be an outlet. So this is, uh, if we will go to Psalms 46, 1 through 3 going to talk about the power source. Psalms 46, 1 through 3. Okay, so the word says that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains will be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. All right, so I want to focus on the key word, which is strength. So everybody say strength. This is what God will be moving through you, okay? Without a power source, this lamp can't have light, okay? Without power, there's no electricity, and we can't get the light. God is trying to move strength through you, okay? With outlets, not, not no. <laughs> God is trying to move strength through you, through him, okay? Which kind of leads into the plug, which would be us, okay? So we see here this plug. Bless you. So we have our plug, which would be us. And as you can see, once we plug it in, all of a sudden we have light. And the way I can explain this is in John 15, 5, I'm reading out of the New, uh, New Testament. Okay. 
It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So with this verse, uh, it talks about if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. So in this case, instead of fruit, we're talking about light. If you remain with God and you have that connection, as you can see, the plug is cut. Uh, plugged into the outlet that's when you have light you can't not be connected and expect God to be moving all his power and all his strength through you because it's got to be two things it's two ways in a relationship with power uh, so going back to John fifteen five, says apart from me you can do nothing so, if I were to come here, and I'm to unplug that lamp, it just went off again. So, apart from it, you can do nothing. Alright? If you are not plugged into that outlet, then none of that power is moving through to the lamp. Nothing is moving to here, which means that you are not getting any power for it. So now we are talking about the main part of the lamp, which is, of course, the light bulb. So if we'll flip to Matthew 5, 14 through 16. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. Okay. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill and cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Okay, so, light of the world. Alright, everybody can see this light. You could say that the light bulb is your walk with God, okay? Because everyone can see the light. They can see how much things have changed. It's like being in a dark room, and all of a sudden, if the light appears, that's the first thing you notice, because everything is lit up. You start seeing things more clearly. See, it's, and then it says, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. If you are walking with God, and you are in God presence and you are doing the things that he's called you to do you should not be hiding it because if you do other people will not be able to see it and you know people look to you as an example you know someone should be able to look at you and be like he's a Christian and not have to ask you should be able to show people your light instead of hiding it and people can look at someone and be like I want what he has I want that relationship with God and you have to show that light because, you know, I'm, I'm sure most of us have heard the quote, you might be the only, or, yeah, you might be the only Jesus that someone may know or someone may see. I forget how it goes. <laughs> so, instead they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. So, putting it on a stand for everyone to see, that's when people can learn from it. They can see what you are doing. They can see 
how you've plugged it in and how you have all these components together to get this light. So in the same way, your light shines before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So if you have this light to see and people look at it from what we've talked about, people can see your light, everyone's looking at it. If it's glorifying your Father in heaven, that's when people can be like, okay, I want this now. If it's not, if you are being two-faced and you're lighting your lamp one day and then the other day it's a dark room and people see how, you, you know, the other side of you where you're all mad at everything and irritated and stuff and nothing's just going right and everything. And people aren't going to see that that's from God. People aren't going to see that that's how heaven is supposed to be. But if it is completely shining before others, then people can see that this is the will of God. So we know we now know that this light or this lamp, it, uh, all the parts and what they do to form your light, which is your walk. But what happens when you have your light bulb and it's lit up, but that light bulb burns out? Because now you're in the darkness, and there's something that you can't control. Say it might be something like financial problems or relationship problems or people that just can't seem to not get on your nerves or just something that just keeps on putting your light bulb out. Like when you're in a house, you know, the first... Uh, thing that you do when your light goes out is you change it and it's it's a process to change things because um ah uh, never too late to change a light bulb so i think i can relate to this with a story instead um, so last Christmas, there, we all had, uh, like an acoustic worship session and we all had these candles and then there was a storm, not a storm, but there was light rain and a little bit of wind. And every single time we lit our candles, when we were worshiping, the candle kept blowing out. You know, the wind kept putting it out and stuff. And we were like trying to light it, like, come on. And if every time it went out, someone else with their light came over and they helped light your own candle. They'd put their candle that was already lit and light it with the others. They'd shield the wind and then they would light the candle. So this is important because it shows that you can learn and you can help let your light shine from watching other people's light. So it's kind of showing how it's important to show other people your light, because if you don't, th uh, their light might go out. So this morning, I was wanting to challenge everyone. <laughs> um, so a lot of you, I know that have a lamp, and it's already, everyone has a lamp. It just depends on whether it's lit or whether it's dim. 
Now, there's a lot of you in here, I'm sure, that have had a dim light at some point, and even now, where you feel like things aren't just going your way. There might be problems in life that you can't control, and they just keep coming back, and they keep hitting you, and it's just, it keeps coming back again and again and burning out your light bulb. But if we are, if I'm able, a 14-year-old, to have a lamp and try to keep it lit as much as possible, then I know everyone else can. I know for a fact everyone else can. Um, but, yep. <laughs> so, if, uh, if you're feeling like your light bulb has gone out, uh, I'm going to have Pastor Kevin come up, and we are going to pray for you for your light to be able to um, shine. Yeah. Amen. You did great. You did really good. Oh, amen. I love this young man. I've seen him grow up in the student ministry. I've seen him um, just seriously. I, I remember when he couldn't even get up here and like talk because he would like, he just couldn't do it. Actually, I asked him to rap one time, and he was like, no, 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 I can't do it, I can't. So, see, I feel like I prepared him for this moment, you know. <laughs> uh, no, he did great. Uh, but like Isaiah was saying, you know, it's sometimes it takes, you know, a 14-year-old to come up here and challenge you and say, how is your walk with Christ? You know, how is your walk with Christ? How are... Not that we're trying to put anybody down, not that we're trying to judge you, not that we're trying to say you're less than. No, instead we're trying to encourage you. I mean, if this 14-year-old could stand up here and say that he's lighting his life as much as he can and he's fasting and he's praying and he's reading his Bible, then what's stopping you? What's stopping us as believers, as Christians? That means small Christ. That means we, we are supposed to look like Christ. But you can't look like Christ unless you do what Christ does. You know, Jesus said unless you have, he expects certain things from his disciples. And four of those main things were giving, fasting, praying, and to have peace. You know, and, and you need all of that to make that light shine. You need all of that to stay plugged in. Like Isaiah was saying, to stay plugged into the, to the power source, which is God. Because without God, like the, his word said, Isaiah just read it, we're nothing. Like we can't do anything. This, this light, it can't shine. Your light can't shine apart from Jesus. Like Isaiah was saying, unless we're staying in tune with Jesus, unless we're staying plugged in, this, this light won't shine, and it doesn't matter how much we try to click this light. It, it's Nothing's going to happen because it's not plugged in. <laughs> you can plug it in, Weston. It's, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. He's so excited. He wants to plug it in. I'm telling you, this next gen, it's all right, brother. It's all right. But um, it's so... 
There you go, Isaiah. Encourage him, brother. It's so important. Seriously, it's so important that we stay plugged in to the Father. Remember, apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, it's not about Isaiah. It's not about me. It's not. It's about God. It's about God. How is your life? Listen to me. How is your life glorifying God? You know, I love what Isaiah said. He said, you are, I mean, you are going to be the only Jesus for a lot of people. You know, sometimes we assume that everybody's Christian and everybody knows about God. Everybody. My neighbor knows about God. The, the cashier at Walmart knows about God. Everybody loves Jesus. Because this is Alabama. It, I, it does not work that way. I'm being serious. It does not work that way. There is people, listen to me, there is people that are in bondage and they're in darkness and they need your light. And your light comes from the Father and, and it comes from being plugged into the Father. But without your light, they have no hope. Me and Isaiah were talking earlier and we are saying how I was telling him, yeah, man, you should talk about that, the, about the light because we need hope in this world. Like there's never been a time when there's so much darkness. I mean, everywhere. I'm not even talking about political stuff. I don't even want to get into that. I'm talking about just craziness of the world. I'm talking about people not being able to pay the rent. People are, are struggling with their, relate, with their marriages. You know, people are getting divorced, people are losing their kids, drugs, all sorts of darkness. And, and we're, the world is looking for the light. The world is looking for hope. And unfortunately, right now, most of the world is not looking at God. And that's why we say that you might be the only Jesus people ever see. But what are they looking at? You know, because I, I, I've said this a lot of times when, when I was in the world and I didn't love God. Matter of fact, I hated God, but I didn't really hate God. I hated Christians. I, seriously, that's the only way I can tell you because they were so toothpaste. Like, I couldn't stand it. And like Isaiah was saying, we can't turn on our lamp here and then go to the house and be like, okay, hold on, hold on. Dang it, woman, why didn't you do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and that? And scream at each other and act crazy or, you know, I mean, you can't. Do, and, but look, it's funny, but people do it all the time. Okay, I'm done with church. Let me turn off my lamp. There you go. It's going to stay right there until next Sunday. Now let's keep on going. I'm going down to the store or whatever. And then they act however they want to act. And, and we can't be that way. As Christians, like Isaiah is saying, as people who are supposed to bear this light and carry this lamp lit, go ahead and light it, lit lamp everywhere we go. We cannot afford to live in darkness. The world needs hope, y'all. They need that light. Like Isaiah would say, I love how you said that, you know, when there's a dark room and there's one light on, everything, everybody kind of gravitates towards that light. You know, because you don't want, like you were saying, you don't want to stumble and fall and stub your toe. They're like, where's the nearest light? Let me walk to it and then turn on the rest of the lights. And the problem is you're supposed to be that near light. We, we're not the problem. We're the solution. 
the issue is sin and how the enemy wants to lie to us to, well, you don't really need this lamp. I mean, why? People are going to do whatever they want to do anyways. I mean, you, you, don't, you don't need this. I mean, ah, it's fine. There's other lights everywhere else. There's other Christians. Let Pastor DJ talk about Jesus. Let Brother Jim be that. Let Brother so-and-so. Well, for you kids down here, you know, oh, well, Isaiah's got, Isaiah has it. Isaiah can preach. No. It's all of us. All these kids in here. God can use all of us. We all need to be the light in the world. What'd you say? Oh, I was just going to say. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, uh, like you were saying about how, like, everyone looking at one light, it's, everyone has one. It's kind of like, like I said, with the candles and how people were lighting each other's candles. You have to be able to show other people how to light their light. Because if you, if you just show them your light, then that's not really doing anything. But if you can show them how and just kind of be like a guide. You should be able to show people the direction that they should be going to light the room. Yeah, that's good. That's funny. I was telling y'all Wednesday, I was telling them Wednesday, I said, um, no one goes gets advice from, let me, let me just put it like from different people. Let, let, me get, let me get you, let me tell you this way. If I was dressed crazy, right? I mean, I was dressed like, I mean, I had like a mohawk and I have like these chains and like I have like a little shirt, the cut off shirt, cut off jeans. And I come up to you and say, Brother Jim, let me show you how to invest in the 401k. <laughs> you are going to look at me and say, not a chance. Let me uh, go ahead and take your retirement and your whole retirement and invest it for you, my brother. You're going to say, not a chance. Get that skateboard on. Keep on rolling. Right? I mean, it's, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. But, everybody say but. but. But Christians say, let me show you how to light this lamp. Man, mine is super bright. You're like, really? Can you turn it on? Well, I, can't, I, I mean, not right now. I mean, I got one though, but I mean, I just, but I can show you how to turn yours on. And all the while, we're carrying one that's not on. You know, all the while, we're, we're saying to people, we're just like that person that looks crazy and is a skateboarder and is trying to talk to people about investing. The world is not dumb. The world is not going to be like, oh, you're a Christian, but you act like you're not. I'm okay. I don't need that. The world is not going to allow you to help them light their candle when your candle's not lit, when your light doesn't even work and has been dead for years. But this morning, listen to me. Listen to me, but this morning, we, we want to pray. You know, we want to pray this morning that maybe there's some of you in here that their light has, your light has been dim. Maybe your light's been burnt out. Maybe you don't even have a bulb anymore. You threw it out a long time ago, and you don't know anything about Jesus. But maybe this morning you want to know about Jesus. I'm going to invite everyone to stand to your feet. Oh, we thank you, God. And this morning, we want to pray for you. I'm going to ask Isaiah to pray, and then I'll pray after him. But this morning, we want to pray for you that God would start to give you a brand new LED bulb. That God would start to cause you to glow like you've never glowed in your life. 
And this is for everybody. Maybe you're a 35-year-old Christian. Well, maybe it's time for LED. It's time to upgrade. Time to upgrade. And maybe you're brand new and don't know nothing about Jesus, but you want to give him a shot. That's how I was. You know, I was telling them on Wednesday years ago, that's how I was. I was sitting on a bed. I said, God, I'll give you a shot, I guess. I will try you out, but if you're not real, I'm done. And I'm here today to tell you after 12 years, God is real. And he's sitting on the throne. There is no one like my God. He is very real. So I promise you today, this morning, if you give him a shot, he will not disappoint you. If you decide to be plugged in, like Isaiah was saying, and I mean all the way in, all the way in, if you decide to shine your light and go all in and and invest into the Father and go all in into God, I promise you, I promise you that he will not disappoint you. So as you bow your head and close your eyes, I'm going to ask Isaiah to pray for you. Dear Father, we just we just thank you for this day and for the opportunity you have given us this Sunday to just be able to learn about you and learn different things about just your goodness, Lord. We just we just pray that anyone who has a dimmed light or a burned out light that feels like they're not going to be able to go anywhere with it, Lord, I just pray that you would be able to give them that brand new bulb so, so that way they can change it out and so that way they can shine their light to the fullest that you have planned out their lamp to shine. Lord, we just pray that everyone can make it out of their dark room and turn their room to a light place that everyone can go to and that everyone can be able to just be in your presence and follow the will that you have designed for us. Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, we thank you, Father. We thank you. Now I'm going to pray for uh, all those who already have a light. You know, all those who are already Christians in this place. I want to pray for you this morning. Oh God. Oh God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Oh Almighty God. We thank you, God. We come before you, God, humbling ourselves, God. Father, we know that we're just humans, God. We mess up all the time, Father God, and and maybe we've misplaced our lamps, and maybe we've burnt out our, our light bulbs, God. Maybe we're not following you like we're supposed to be, God. Father, I ask right now by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus, God, that you would breathe into them right now, God. Father, would you spark God, would you spark, would you produce that fire in them, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Holy Spirit, we ask you that you would convict us to stay plugged in. Holy Spirit, convict us to stay plugged in, to keep our light shining every single day. Whether we're at school, whether we're at work, whether at Walmart or at church, God, allow us to be that light and that hope that the world is so desperately needing, God. Father, I bless them in the name of Jesus. And we ask you right now, God, to move in their lives. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. You can go ahead and sit down.
Amen. That was awesome. Y'all give one more hand. Super proud of you, Isaiah. So awesome. Oh, super proud of him. All right, so we're going to go ahead and finish our service. I know it's going to be a little shorter than normal, but we also have a fellowship. So hopefully this gives you an opportunity to stay. I know some of y'all are like, what is going on? Next week, Pastor DJ will be here for a three-hour message. Don't worry. He will bless y'all with a three-hour message, and everything will be fine. Uh, but this morning, I want to finish out um, with a few uh, words. The first thing is, uh, as always, you know, we choose here at Destiny Church to worship with our giving. We choose to worship with our tithes and offerings. And if you're new here today or you're just visiting today, please don't feel pressured at all. Um, This is just for those who call Destiny Church home. Those who want to worship with us, uh, this is how we do it. And we have a few different ways to do that. There'll be uh, ushers in the back and you can give the traditional way. Uh, My favorite way to give right now is text to give. Actually, I should say our favorite because really my wife, Crystal, set it up. But, But I love it, it is awesome. Uh, it is an amazing platform, guys. So if you want to give using text to give, you set it up one time, and after that, it's super easy. Uh, you just text how much, and it goes straight to it. It pulls it out of your account quickly. Um, and so for all those who like to budget, it's quick, it's fast, it's easy. You're going to love it. But um, this morning, I just want to talk to you about, about giving. Um, you will never be able to outgive God. It's just not going to happen. You'll never be able to outgive God. I just want to encourage you this morning. Uh, I know Pastor DJ said uh, Heart for the House is going to be February 14th. Be praying for that. A lot of times, you know, we want to, we say, God, have your way, but we don't give him his way. God, have your way with $20. In Jesus' name. Just being real. Or $5 or $1. And I don't care about the amount. It's not the amount. What I'm asking you is to pray and ask God, Father, what should I give? God, for this heart for the house, what should I give? What should me and my family give? I know it's a lot to ask. And I'm only asking because I know you're able and you can do it. And we can do it because I'm not excluding myself. We can do it if we allow God to use us. Um, And so be praying about that thinking about that February 14th heart for the house I am excited y'all I am so excited to finally own this this church this you know I call it when I talk to Pastor DJ I call it a well there is a well in here (laughs) and those who can see in the spirit could see it but there is a well in here of living water and Oh, I get emotional because there's so many of us in here who have toiled the ground. <laughs> there's so many of us in here who have worked and worked hard to allow this well to finally be in here. And so I want to own the well. <laughs> I want to own the well like uh, Abraham. And I just, I want to own the well and I want to own this building. And so I'm asking you if you would pray and consider giving to heart for the house on February 14th. Thank you, Father. God is so good, y'all. 
I can stay up here all day, but I'm not. I just want you to know that God is good and he loves you. And I promise you that God's gonna make it happen. And listen, if you don't have anything to give, you have plenty. All you have to do is pray. Pray. Because my God will make it happen. Because we serve a living God. And I've seen him move and move and move, miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. <laughs> so I'm telling you, our God is a mighty God, and he's going to make it. And he's going to come uh, and make this building ours. And so I love you guys. We're going to pray for the offering, and then we're going to dismiss. Uh, again, don't forget, we will have our fellowship right out there. If you want to grab your bag and take you to go, you're, by all means, you can do that. Uh, but we're, we're going to have a fellowship out there, and you guys can eat and just hang out. Um, but I want to remind you that we will have our prayer partners up here. So if there is something in particular that you need prayer for, maybe you lost a loved one, maybe somebody's sick, maybe somebody's hurt, maybe you need a job, maybe you need whatever it is, we're going to have some prayer partners up here this morning. And they're available to you to help, help you walk it out, to help you relight that light that you need so badly. So we're going to pray and then we'll dismiss. Father God, we thank you. Oh, God, we thank you that you're a giving God. Your word says that you loved us so much that you gave your only son on the cross for us. Oh, God, so as we get ready to give this morning, Father, we remember you, God. We remember your sacrifice and your giving and how you gave Jesus to us, God. We thank you for that. God, we love you, Father. We thank you. God, I ask you in the name of Jesus, Father, that you would bless every single person in this place, that you would bless them financially, that you would bless them emotionally, that you would bless them spiritually, God, most of all. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, and Father God, I just declare that chains are broken this morning. In Jesus' name, God, Holy Spirit, would you start to move right now? Even right now as we close, Holy Spirit, would you start to move, move in this place? Oh, I bless them in the name of Jesus. God, I bless every house represented in this place, every house represented online. God, I bless their homes, God. I bless their generations and their generations and their generations to come, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I declare that they will serve you, God. I thank you for what you're doing at Destiny Church. I thank you for what you're doing through Pastor DJ and through our young kids and our young adults, God. I just thank you that you love all of us and you're moving in a mighty way, God. Father, we thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. God bless you. We hope to see you next week. Don't forget our prayer partners will be up here. We love y'all.